0: The people from SCP, they will provide the support to your subcontractors that you need. This is From Paint to Purpose, a podcast by FCP Services, where we believe people drive growth. Exploring topics related to company culture, leadership, and construction industry insights. Now your host.
1: Welcome everybody. Today we have guest Steve Bentley from SB Paintings. Hi, Steve. How are you? Very well, ma'am. Thank you for asking. So, tell us about yourself. Um, I'm 61 years old. I currently
0: live in Kentucky, Winchester. I recently relocated from Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, I'm a subcontractor for FCP, and I have been for I think five or six years.
1: Oh, nice, five or six years. So you've been with us for a while. What well, can nice. you um, tell us about becoming a subcontractor?
0: Um, <clears throat> I looked into this through my pastor where I go to church at, to be honest with you. He was contacted by, you know, Ronnie Martin, through uh, I think his home advisor, because he had a little job that he needed done in Louisa, Kentucky, just a touch-up around 12 light fixtures, and I gave him a price to do it. And I haven't looked back since I've been covered up, busy, more work than I can take care of.
1: How did you initially start your subcontractor business?
0: Um, I've been a, I've been self-employed for many years. I've been around construction. My dad was a real estate developer. I have built apartments. I started building apartment buildings about 16, 17 years old up until my mid twenties. And it just kind of naturally spun off from that.
1: Tell us more about why you decided to be like, hey, this is a path I want to take and I want to start my own business.
0: <clears throat> well, I worked out of the millwright union for many, many years. And I got tired of somebody telling me where to go to, when to be there. So I like kind of like the independence of being able to come and go as I please and to pick and choose the jobs that I do. You know, the, you know if I want to take a day off, like you know, I, I spend a few days moving. So if I need to take time off, I have the ability to take time off.
1: So I'm assuming um, work-life balance is important to you?
0: Oh, it's very, very important because if, if you don't have some personal time, you will implode, explode, and you, you'll just, it'll just become overwhelmed by it, and you'll, you'll quit. That's just the long and short of that.
1: Has there ever been a time where you were too overwhelmed, where you're like, I don't want to have my own business anymore?
0: Which time? Oh.
1: <laughs> so there has been plenty would oh. you care um, to tell us one of those stories
0: oh lord um let's see mm, okay here's a good one Burgaw, north carolina painting a walmart uh because i my people are, are scattered from all over and i had two guys traveling and they had vehicle problems and it's just that you know they couldn't get it fixed we were running behind a lot of pressure and I remember one day standing behind the Walmart going, I can't do this anymore. But then, then they showed up about six hours later and you know, it ended up being a successful project.
1: What is your company's mission?
0: The, the mission is to provide a quality service. That is my goal is I want to have a quality job. And I am very particular about my work and what we do is we do commercial work, but at, residential quality, interior quality. I'm very, very particular about what we do.
1: How do you extend that to the uh, employees you hire?
0: Um, what, what I like to do is I, I would like to walk the building after I say, okay, I show them you know, what everybody's responsibility is. And once I take take them there and they you know they get into the job, I will drop back and take a walk. And I'll I, I explain, well, you know, guys, this is not acceptable. This needs to be done this way, and we break out the blue tape, and we we do the blue tape walk. and I show them you know what's acceptable to me, and most of the times, if it's acceptable to me, it'll be acceptable to most customers.
1: So do you have you have clear expectations of what you want and what you expect from your employees. Yes, ma'am. has there, yes has there ever been a time where you struggled and they wouldn't they didn't get what you were trying to tell them?
0: Um, good example, good example. Um okay, caulking on the building. We'll we'll drop back to our burger burger project. Caulking on the building. I explained to them how I wanted the lines ran on the concrete from the from the building to the concrete. I explained how how I want it done. <clears throat> and I continuously walk all day long around the building and you know inspect the progress, the quality of the work. And I come around the building, and instead of coming out, I think I was supposed to be like uh, three quarters of an inch. The guy came out like an inch and in a quarter, which has more material, more time, more money. And you know, things, things like that, you know, things, and also too, things get lost in translation. I had some Spanish people work for me, and sometimes you know, the language barrier can be quite the obstacle. So,
1: um, can you tell us some other obstacles that you come, um, into contact with as a subcontractor?
0: Um, Material deliveries, getting materials on the job site on time, that is crucial. Um, We were doing a job in Matthews, North Carolina uh, a couple years ago, and uh, we were waiting on some roofing materials because I was taking care of the roofing on the job. And the roofing materials didn't show up, and we had a roof tore off. And that, that that was a major thing. We had to get the tarps out, We had to put the felt paper down and cover everything up and use temporary measures to ensure the hotel was safe.
1: hmm Oh, nice. What has been your favorite project from all the projects you've done with FCP services?:
0: uh, the, the hotels, not really. Well okay, back to Matthews. Um, the, the job at Matthews, it, it was a wonderful job. and went very smoothly. The hotel was a dream to work with, but as a rule, the exterior on the hotels those have been those have went well, and I've really enjoyed doing those because there's so many different aspects to them. It's not just painting, caulking. You know, there's the foundations we put in. There's concrete work. There's port caches to be built from from new foundations up. Uh, there's a lot of demolition. There's, there's you know wood framing. There's almost every aspect of construction that is involved in doing the hotel renovations.
1: what do you consider to be a good project versus an excellent project?
0: How about this on time on that's, 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 that's it yes ma'am you know, when, you, when you a good project is when you know, everything goes smoothly an excellent project if you refer back to <clears throat> things on SCP's website and you'll see a testimonial from uh, Derek Prettle who's a GM. That hotel we worked at, that's an excellent project and that's evidence of it. When you have someone who works at the hotel who is willing to step, you know, step up and speak on your behalf, that to me is an excellent project.
1: Were you part of that project?
0: Yes, man. Nice.
1: <laughs> As a subcontractor, what are some hurdles that um, you overcame at the beginning of your career versus um, what you've learned now? Uh,
0: Estimating commercial work is you know, completely different from residential work. And I, you know, I did most, of, you know, apartment buildings and th- things like that, but I also had, you know, extensive background in construction in general. <clears throat> excuse me. A large project and switching from, <clears throat> excuse me, from industrial residential to commercial. <laughs> that, that was a, that's quite a, quite a swap. It's, it's a totally different mindset from building uh, i built everything like I say from apartment buildings to powerhouses to steel mills and now I say hey I've built built on hotels also so you know it's been quite it's been quite a learning curve
1: hmm is there a project that you look forward to where you haven't done but would be interesting to do
0: I'd love to do a ground up hotel
1: oh okay
0: you know, if we're, we're going dream dream let's dream big um, the, the lows. Currently, we're we're involved we're getting ready to start on some lows, the rental the rental side of the lows, um, some expansion for lows. So I'm really looking forward to doing that. There's a project coming up in Michigan City, and I'm really looking forward to doing that because that's going to be a ground up project.
1: Nice, um, as a um, subcontractor, what do you look for in companies that you'll be potentially working with?
0: One thing that I've learned is try to get your subs that are close by because when you have subs, you have to travel an extensive distance that can turn into a, a major issue. Being able to get people there when you need them, you know, things pop up, things need to be changed. And when they're three, four, five, six hours away, that can be quite the challenge. So you know, I try to look for, you know, look for subs who present well and you know, of course have a good price, but, Don't always. I don't always believe in taking the lowest dollar because sometimes when you get low ball, you get low ball work. And you know, like I say, quality is what we strive to you know try to provide. We have to provide quality work because that is what keeps your name out there. That's what generates more business.
1: So, um, is that one of the reasons why you keep working with FCP?
0: I am held to a very very high standard of quality of work. By you know all the people I interact with, uh, Mike Beard, Blake Yablonsky, Ronnie Martin, Jeff Johnson, all the people that I work with, they all hold to, hold me to a very high standard.
1: Tell me more about that. What what are the, what are some of the expectations?
0: Um, one of the big expectations is to start on time and get completed on time. That's very that's very important because you know that shows that you have responsibility. And for what we what we undertake some of the jobs, you have to have an extreme level of of responsibility. You can't go into it with a you know like a laxadays called laissez-faire attitude, oh I you'll mean, take care of itself. No, it won't. Like I just mentioned earlier, I walk the jobs continuously. I don't haul up in a room or in an office. I am I'm on site. You know, I I usually have if we're doing something, i will set up in a motel room, at the job site or in a you know trailer at the job site, but I'm continuously <clears throat> on there checking on what people are doing, make sure they're working in a safe manner because that's you know that's important. Can't have people get hurt, and you'll and keep an eye on people, and make sure they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, not off you know chit chatting up on the roof or or what have you, you know. Make sure they maintain their focus, and it, I believe that if you if you show the people that you work with that you have focus, they they too will have focus.
1: hmm I agree with that. Um, how do you get your teams to focus?
0: By showing them what I want done, by explaining in depth. You know, off they're like, Okay, Bentley, we know you've told us before. I said, but if I don't tell you again, guess what? If you don't do it the way I want, you'll say, Well, you never told me that. <laughs>
1: That's very true. What advice can you give um, new subcontractors that are starting in this line of work?
0: Watch your money.
1: Okay. Watch can you tell us money. more about that?
0: Um, it, is, it is very easy. It is very easy to get upside down on a job. I mean, let, let's say that you know a lot of let's say small do small jobs, you know, five ten thousand dollars jobs it is quite easy to get upside down on, on a job like that. Um, if you don't, you'll know, make sure you have some money to get to the job. Make sure you have, you know, just in case money. And 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 always, always, always make sure your material, your qualities are correct because that's, that's a big killer. And know what your team, how much your team can produce. You know, once you work with people for a while, you know how much they can do and then When you go bid your jobs, you can think to yourself, okay, I'm going to put so-and-so here. I'm going to have so-and-so doing this because that's what they're good at doing.
1: From your point of view, what are some struggles that um, came up in the last year with COVID that didn't occur to you in previous years?
0: Getting people to work. And also, too, once you got people to work, they were wanting more money. They wanted uh, hazard pay. What of y'all call? called, I need hazard pay. Uh, just more money in general. Also, too, is an issue with uh, subcontractors. They had the same issues getting people to show up for work to you know, provide their, their services, getting suppliers. Suppliers got backed up. We were doing a job at the courtyard Marriott South Park in Charlotte, and we had issues getting the LED lights because of the COVID, because the lights came from China, and there was a there were everything's backlog.
1: What workarounds did you have for that?
0: I went with with local. Um, I reached out to to the project manager manager uh, Blake Kowalski. You know, we worked together, and he found that, you know a substitute that was closer by, so that that worked out. Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm assuming the ability to pivot is important when it comes to something as severe as um, COVID ver- and materials, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, flexibility and to know what what will work, and what won't work, and what like back to the what is acceptable. You know, the, you have that quality. You know, the quality, the quality, the quality. You have to keep your quality up. You know, you may find something cheaper may not be as high quality, don't go that route. That's my big advice. Don't go, you know, the low-ball, low-quality route. So turn back around to
1: bite you. (laughs) Um, Let's see. How do you stay informed of new industry trends?
0: Newsletters. uh, I get stuff off of LinkedIn. And I get a lot of... I get I'm I'm on so many different things through emails. I get emails on a lot of stuff to give me updates.
1: Um, let's see, is there anything else you would like to talk about that we didn't discuss?
0: The people from SCP, they will provide the support to your subcontractors that you need. You know, especially on you know the, the painting side and you know, the construction side. There's some excellent people out there. They're great resources that will really help you when you need, when you you can call on them and they will get back with you and provide the the help and assistance that you'll need. Promise you on that.
1: Oh, we appreciate that feedback. And I would definitely tell the guys what you said. Mm -hmm. Um, How can our audience connect with you?
0: Um, Give me a call, 606 371 7426. I'm available 24 7, seven days a week.
1: And then you also have a LinkedIn, right? Yes. Okay, so LinkedIn. Um, well, Steve, thank you for being a guest and our From Paint to Purpose podcast. We really appreciate your time.
0: You have a great day. Thanks for listening. To learn more, visit FCPServices.com. Until next time, remember people drive growth.